This is The World in Brief from The Economist. Our top stories. President Joe Biden gave a pugnacious and relatively short speech in Warsaw, reaffirming America and NATO's continued support for Ukraine after nearly a year of fighting against Russia's invading forces. Mr. Biden said that, quote, Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia, as he promised more sanctions against Vladimir Putin's regime. Earlier, Mr. Putin gave a long, rambling State of the Nation address to his country's parliament. He announced that Russia would suspend its participation in New START, its last remaining nuclear arms reduction treaty with America. The S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average each suffered their worst day since mid-December, dropping by 2 percent. Home Depot's share price shed 7 percent after the home improvement retailer forecast flat sales this year, owing to a housing market slowdown. Indeed, sales of existing homes in America fell by 0.7 percent in January from the previous month and by 37 percent from a year ago. Mexico's former security minister was convicted in a New York court of accepting huge bribes from cartels to traffic drugs. Genaro Garcia Luna, who denies the allegations, was a central player in President Felipe Calderón's war on drugs and is the country's most senior official to ever be tried in America. His sentencing, which could put him in jail for life, is set for June. The Biden administration proposed making migrants ineligible for asylum if they crossed the border illegally without having first sought protection in another country along the way. The rule could enter into force in May and last two years. President Joe Biden is keen to avoid a surge of asylum seekers when Title 42, a different rule allowing for migrants' rapid expulsion from America, expires in May. The special grand jury investigating Donald Trump's interference into the 2020 presidential election in Georgia recommended that multiple people be indicted, the jury forewoman told The New York Times. She declined to answer whether America's former president was among them, but said, quote, you're not going to be shocked. The decision about whom to charge will be made by Fonnie Willis, the local district attorney. America's Mormon Church and its investment manager were fined $5 million by financial regulators to settle allegations that they underreported finances. An official at the Securities and Exchange Commission said that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and Ensign Peak Advisors went to, quote, great lengths over two decades to avoid disclosing an equity investment portfolio worth at least $32 billion. Business activity in the Eurozone grew unexpectedly quickly in February, according to estimates released on Tuesday, bolstering hopes that the bloc's economy will avoid a recession. S&P Global's Flash Composite Purchasing Managers Index rose to 52.3 this month, compared with January's reading of 50.3. A score above 50 represents growth. Activity in the service sector increased at its fastest rate since June. And fact of the day, 20,000, about the number of Russians arrested for protesting against the war in Ukraine. And now, here's a deeper look at the day ahead. Hong Kong's self-inflicted economic wounds. 
Hong Kong may have handled the post-vaccine COVID world worse than anywhere else on Earth. The territory wasted the time it gained in 2021 from an effective zero-COVID strategy by failing to jab enough elderly people or to improve medical facilities. After the virus spread through the population in early 2022, officials needlessly maintained harsh restrictions, even though most people had contracted the disease. For an international business hub, that had inevitable economic consequences. GDP fell by 3.5% in 2022. Paul Chan, the financial secretary who delivers his budget on Wednesday, has limited means to help. Hong Kong's reserves have fallen from the equivalent of 20 months' government expenditure to 12, about 800 billion Hong Kong dollars, or $102 billion. There is hope, though. The territory has now relaxed many COVID restrictions, and mainland China has reopened its border. The government says businesses, many of which have recently moved offices out of the territory, will return. But those self-inflicted wounds will not heal easily. China's Growing Role in Russia's War Wang Yi, China's top diplomat, wraps up his eight-day tour of Europe on Wednesday. Much of his time has been spent talking about the war in Ukraine and efforts to stop the fighting. Mr. Wang's boss, Xi Jinping, is expected to give a peace speech on Friday, the one-year anniversary of Vladimir Putin's invasion. American and European officials are skeptical. China's professed neutrality is in reality a pro-Russian pseudo-neutrality. On his trip, Mr. Wang visited Moscow, Russia's capital. Meanwhile, Antony Blinken, America's Secretary of State, warned that China is considering sending weapons to Mr. Putin's regime. As America and China drift towards a new Cold War, the events in Ukraine have increasingly resembled a proxy conflict. China has sought to use the war to undermine Western unity. So far, it has not worked. The European Union's foreign policy chief, Joseph Borrell, said it would be a, quote, red line if China were to send arms to Russia. Can NVIDIA ride the AI wave again? NVIDIA, an American chip designer, is the consummate seller of shovels in a gold rush. Its share price ran up in 2016 as interest in Bitcoin and artificial intelligence created new demand for its products, chips that were originally designed to draw graphics on video gamers' screens. But its shares are down 35% from the heady days of late 2021. Its latest earnings, released on Wednesday, are expected to be dire, with revenue and income hit by plummeting demand from cryptocurrency miners. Still, analysts will be looking for hints that NVIDIA can benefit from another AI boom brought about by the launch of tools like ChatGPT, an eerily perceptive chatbot. In truth, NVIDIA has its work cut out. The boom is highly centralized around tech giants such as Google and Microsoft. Their focus on developing in-house technologies will curb demand for NVIDIA's products and leave less room for the company to ride the wave again. Lloyds Bank reports earnings. Britain's biggest mortgage lender, Lloyds Bank, should have several reasons to be cheerful as it publishes its financial results for 2022 on Wednesday. Last year's interest rate rises widened the gap between what it must pay on deposits and what it can charge on loans, boosting profits. Meanwhile, Britain's economic outlook has improved. A few months ago, the country was widely believed to be in a recession. Now, that seems to have been, perhaps temporarily, staved off. 
This should limit the provisions the bank must set aside against bad loans. Yet Barclays and Nat West, two of Lloyd's competitors in the British High Street, saw sharp falls in their share prices after they reported last week. Analysts were unimpressed by the profits they had made from rising rates. Politicians are chivying banks to pay depositors more. And Britain's economy is still set to shrink this year, says the IMF. The country's bankers are not out of the woods yet. An Immersive David Hockney Experience When art lovers see masterpieces, they can look tiny and remote, especially if they're in a large gallery. Not so at Lightroom, a new space for immersive exhibitions in London. The commercial venture opens on Wednesday with Bigger and Closer, Not Smaller and Farther Away, which celebrates the work of David Hockney. The show uses 27 multifocus cameras to project images onto walls 11 meters high. Visitors see the world through the British artist's eyes and hear his dryly humorous commentary. The spectacle, with a score by Nico Muley, an American composer, lasts around 50 minutes. At one moment, the 85-year-old artist is capturing the arrival of spring with a few gestures on his iPad. At another, he's drawing inspiration from the grandeur of a drive through the San Gabriel Mountains in California. The effect is both majestic and intimate. Bigger and Closer is an artistic experience tailor-made for the Instagram age. Daily Quiz Our baristas will serve you a new question each day this week. On Friday, your challenge is to give us all five answers and, as important, tell us the connecting theme. Email your responses and include mention of your home city and country by 1700 hours GMT on Friday to quizespresso at economist.com. Wednesday. Which ex-football star's wife was once known as Posh Spice? Tuesday. Which American crooner was known for songs such as Magic Moments and It's Impossible? Finally, here's the quote of the day from Isaac Asimov. It is only afterward that a new idea seems reasonable. To begin with, it usually seems unreasonable. That's the World in Brief from The Economist, available three times every day of the week. You can also hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, on your podcast app. And subscribers to The Economist have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app to start listening.